Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Welcome to Burrito Sunday. Be sure and thank the Lindsay's today and everyone who's helping prepare the burritos for after the service today. Um, Today is also annual meeting day. And, you know, I'm not really a big meeting person. Um, Some of you that know me probably are surprised that I'm even here today for this one. The annual meeting, this annual meeting this year is kind of different though. It's happening in the shadow of an impressive building project that's going to influence who we are and what we do for literally decades to come. Notice I said influence, but not define who we are. Jesus defines who we are in him alone. And he told us what we need to be doing a long time ago. Our new building is an important tool for our ministry, but the building is not Christ church. You are Christ church. You are Christ church. Jesus has defined who you are and he's given you a ministry. In today's gospel, Jesus summed it up two ways. First, he said, you are the salt of the earth. I know you've all heard those sermons that explain the many properties and uses of salt and how Christians are like that. So I'm not going to go over all that again, but I really just want to focus on one aspect of salt. Salt is a change agent. That's what it is. It's a change agent. It's not good for much unless it's put to use. Salt has to be thrown out onto the sidewalk before it'll melt the ice, right? We learned that this week. Salt has to touch the meat and be rubbed onto the meat, has to get up close to the meat before it can preserve it or spice it up. Salt can't change anything unless it's put to use. I've said this many times in Sunday school class and in sermons, uh, you all are blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. This is what Jesus is saying when he says that you are the salt of the earth. You're blessed to be a blessing. He blesses us, not not just so that we can come here on Sunday, gather together once a week, and be the blessed ones. That's not the only reason he calls us here. He blesses us so that we'll go. Go is the key word in the Great Commission. Go. Go out there and be a blessing to people. Jesus wants to use you. He wants to use you to do the things that he did. To care about people. To feed them to tell them about the kingdom of God, 
to clothe people, to touch them, and to listen to them. He wants us to get up close and personal with people. That's what he calls us to. He wants us to get our hands dirty in ministry. That's what he calls us to. And of course, he wants us to come here and worship and care for each other and hear the word of God. But after doing so, he says, go. Get out there. Be useful. Get busy. Wherever you are, you are a change agent for Jesus Christ. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in your car, at the store, in school, ask Jesus for the eyes to see the opportunity to serve him and for the courage to step out and serve when you see those opportunities or when they arise before you. I believe today Jesus is calling Christ Church, that is you and me, to be a salty church for him, to be salty, a salty people here at the corner of Mockingbird and Midkiff, but also out there wherever we go in the world. You see, we aren't only Christchurch in here, we are Christchurch out there, out there in the world. So you are the salt of the earth. And then the next part, Jesus says to you and me, you are the light of the world. So you're salt and now you're light. You might be wondering like I did when I read this, wait a minute, I thought Jesus was the light of the world. Then he says, you are the light of the world. So what's the deal there? Who is the light of the world? Is it Jesus or is it us? The answer is yes. Right? Yes, that's the answer, both. Of course, Jesus is the light of the world, but by faith, the light of the world's living in you. We are the light of the world because Jesus is in us, shining out through us. He says in the gospel lesson, let your light shine so that people will see your good works and glorify God. He also says, don't hide your light under a basket. Like the song, hide it under a bushel? No, I'm gonna let it shine. Instead of hiding it, he says, don't hide it under a basket. Instead, put it up on a stand. Put your light up on a stand so everybody can see it. Let your light shine. Be shiny is what Jesus calls us to be. Shiny Christians. Be visible. Let, Jesus, uh, let people see that Jesus lives in you by the, by the things that you say and by the way that you live. Live in such a way so that people see you and glorify your God who is in heaven. That's what he says. In other words, live in such a way that people are so blessed by your words and actions that they thank God for you. That's how you know if you're glorifying God in your life. Do people thank God for you? Live out your life, live out your faith and let your light shine. Last week, Carrie and I were having lunch at the Mulberry Cafe, and we saw a woman there who that I used to work with. It was a long time ago, really long time ago as I think about it, probably 20 years ago. 
And, uh, and I saw her and I recognized her. She came over and she hugged us at our table. And, uh, and, and when she sat down, I told Carrie, said, you remember, she's the one that brought her church friends over to our house after I had been in the hospital for a week. And they did our yard work for us that week. And, and what she did that week was so humbling and so precious to us that we thank God for her. You see, by mowing the yard, she glorified God. It's a simple thing. She and her friends were shining examples of Jesus to us. Brothers and sisters, are you living in such a way that people thank God for you? We think about this and pray about it this week. And again, if you, ne- if you need help letting people see Jesus in your words and your actions, go to him. Just ask him for the help. In Acts chapter 4, the disciples prayed in, in an upper room. They prayed that the Lord would give them the faith to proclaim his word with boldness to proclaim the word with boldness. And God heard that prayer and changed the world through what they did and what they said. So today, will you pray for faith and boldness to let the light of Jesus shine through you to the point that people give glory to God for your witness to them? As far as I can tell in my years of reading the scripture, there's no call of Jesus in the scripture for anyone to be a closet Christian. There's no call for that in the scripture. He calls us always to live out loud for him. He calls us to get up, to get up, to get busy, not to be on the bench, but to get in the game. We don't all have the same gifts, but we all have gifts for ministry. Some are called to preach, some to teach, some to heal, some to feed, some to clothe, some to give, some to share hospitality, some to organize, some to encourage, some to comfort. You know, there are many gifts of the Lord, but there's only one Lord, and he calls us to use what he's given us to his glory so that people will thank God for our service to him. This is why we come here, and this is why we'll come to our new building when it's done one day, hopefully soon, (laughs) so that we can be filled up again. That's why we come here, so we can be filled up again to go do the work out there. This is who you are, Christ Church. This is who you are. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. So go, be salty, and be shiny in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.